Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk with Sophie Yasmin. Today's episode is going to be all about connecting to yourself. Why this topic, you might be asking. This is a solo episode, just me talking to you about me. <laughs> no, really, it's uh, this is a topic that has been on my mind for a while. In the last month or so, I would say that I hadn't been feeling like myself. What does that even mean? I just felt that my thoughts, feelings and behavior were not in line with who I want to be or who I truly am or who I've become and, and recognize or resonate with as a person. So because of this, it's led me on to work with one of my friends, one of my previous podcast guests, Anastasia Batura, the career producer, wonderful, wonderful, inspiring person who offers courses to work with her to, um, you know, help yourself transform or to, you know, take your career to the next level, whatever it might be. For me, I said, Anastasia, I've lost myself. I need to, how do I find myself again? And she said, Sophie, let's work together. Let's do one week, seven days. And it's going to be called Connect to Yourself. I thought, great, that's exactly what I need. Let's just go for this. It's the first time ever that I have paid and I'm paying to get this kind of input or help. Like, I guess, like having a life coach or going to a, one of these life-transforming seminars or open therapy sessions or something like that. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe what this is. All I know is, is that I'm very much enjoying it so far. So let me tell you all about it. So, a seven-day course. I, I, I mean, I presume there are some courses that we could do that which are longer, or there are more courses. I think she mentioned that, you know, we can work together again in the future and we take it to the next level, next level, next level. Quite a, a clever business model. I like this. Um, but for me, my first seven days, she said there's only one rule. Think good about everything. About yourself, about your circumstances, about any new opportunities, money, everything. Just You just have to think good about it. Focus on the good. Okay, well, this is how I sort of, you know, I used to be like that much more naturally. That is kind of what I had been losing. So I thought, okay, yeah, okay, I, this is something I want to cultivate back in my life. So this week, that's my challenge. So the first task, first day. I was told this was just a warm-up. This is what I had to do. I had to write 108 points of what I'm grateful for about myself or in my life currently. 108? I mean, I used to have a gratitude practice. I've really fallen off the wagon with it. But for a whole year without fail, every morning, I would write 10 things I was grateful for. Sometimes that would feel like a challenge, you know, because you'd want to change it up every day. And, you know, sometimes you'd write something that was quite broad and maybe not so specific. So, yeah, I can tell you now, it was quite the challenge, especially when it's directed only at yourself. And I, I achieved it. And now, if I think about writing only 10 things, I think, wow, yeah, that's easy, anytime, man. So I did that. And then I had to write 100 things I would truly like to be or experience in November 2020. 
So that's when I'm recording this podcast right now. And, you know, this month as well, I had just told her, oh, by the way, England is going into a second national lockdown. And I don't know why I was telling her that, maybe as a sort of just to get that in there as an excuse as to like, I won't be able to do such and such or such and such because it's not possible. Do you know what her answer was when I told her that? Great, that's perfect. And I thought, okay, yeah. Because when I first heard the news of the second lockdown, funnily enough, I was like, great, yes, I'm ready. Which was quite a good positive reaction considering, you know, it's not a fun thing to be in, but I can, I can see opportunity, you know, I can try my best. Okay, so 100 things you truly want to be an experience in November 2020. I mean, it's writing a list of things you want, basically, right? It's like, you know, what do I want this month if there were no boundaries, no limits? Because that's the kind of way we have to live our life. This is the kind of training. This is the kind of mentality and mindset that I've been talking about in my whole entire podcast so far. Okay, so I did that. And then the next one, which she said was the easiest... 200 points of joy, that things that would bring you joy from the past and the future. 200. I mean, you know, I was saying I was struggling with the 100 things. 200. That's double, my friends. So basically, I kind of had to figure out a way to sort of, you know, how am I going to get to 200 here? So I figured that, okay, things that that bring you joy from the past and future. So things that I love, things that I want, okay? I don't even want, I mean, I got to 180 and that was my absolute limit. You know, it's quite an interesting thing to think, like if you were just listing everything you could want in the entire world, if there were no limitations, how many, like how much would you get up to? Like I couldn't get to 200. I'm, I'm quite basic, I've always said this. I, you know, I, <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Not very much. Okay. Okay, so that was just a warm-up. So, I mean, the purpose of that, I would say, I mean, obviously it's to focus on on, on good things. It's, it's focusing in on yourself. You're getting true to yourself. Like, what what do you really love? You know, obviously a gratitude practice. It's a, it's a feeling good. And I have to say, it took me about mm, at least two hours to write those three lists. And I felt great afterwards. And I, I felt more connected to myself because I was asking myself these questions, you know, what would you love? What do you want to be and have this month? You know, if you could choose, what 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 is it? And I, I think asking yourself those questions really, really does get down to the crux of, of yourself. And I think it's also a very, very challenging question to ask yourself. What do you really want? And that's the first step always in, in what people say of how to manifest things in your life. If you don't know what you want, how can you have it? How can you get it? How can you attract it? Or how can you go towards it? So, um, yeah, I really, really appreciate that that was the warm up and uh, definitely, definitely transformed me even just on that day from someone that was focusing on negative things and not really feeling very good in myself to someone that was optimistic, bright in, you know, recognizing great things about myself and others around me and my circumstances and the possibilities in the world, you know, for myself and for others around me. Really, really, really nice practice. Okay, so at the beginning of each day, after that warm-up day, would be a new task. And I'd be sent that in. And without fail, what I have to do at the beginning of each task is to write my focus of the day, my purpose or vision of the day, and an affirmation. So she told me that 
your focus of the day is important because where your focus goes, energy flows. I like that. I like the fact that that rhymes. Very nice. Easy to remember. And where your energy is, you know, where you're focusing your energy on, that's where your results are. That's where your results come in. Very nice. I hadn't really thought of that in that way before. I know that sounds very, very, well, it just sounds ridiculous. Like, oh, obviously, whatever you're focusing on or whatever you're putting your energy into, that's where you're going to get results. But somehow just written like that or said like that, where your energy is, is where your results will be. Very nice. And then your purpose or vision of the day. So you have to write that in a format of the result you want at the end of the day. So for example, if I wanted to record a podcast episode today, uh, and my purpose of the day I was writing that in the morning, it would be to have recorded an awesome podcast episode ready and edited at the end of the day to upload for my listeners to listen to on Monday or whatever it would be. So that would be a purpose or a vision, how you, how you picture your day and what you want to have achieved and you visualize it almost from the end of the day at the result point of view. And then of course, an affirmation. And one of my favorite affirmations that I, I'm, I'm not a big affirmation fan, like I've said in a previous episode, I've not really done affirmations before on a regular basis or even at all. Uh, obviously, this is a course I'm doing for seven days. I'm paying for it. So I'm taking it very seriously and responsibly. And uh, if I'm told to do an affirmation every day or have one, then I'm, I'm having one. <laughs> and one of my favorite ones from a couple of days ago, and I just, it just came to me in my head, actually, came from nowhere, uh, was to be decisive. Obviously, with an affirmation, you don't, you don't phrase it in that way. You don't say, I want to be decisive. You say, I am. I am decisive. Everything goes my way when I know what I want or something like that, something along those lines. But I think the decisive aspect of my affirmation was something that I really need to focus on, you know, being decisive, not wishy-washy with ideas or, or, you know, getting things done, you know, to see progress, you want to be decisive. I'm not going to share every single task I was, I, I've been asked to do, but I want to share the ones that have made like a really big impact so far. One of those I think you're going to really love. So you have to start by writing your full name, your age as you currently are, and the year it currently is. And then there was a list of categories I was given, which would be like love and relationships, family, health, uh, wealth, career, recognition, stuff like that. And I would have to write in the past tense, very important, a description of my life in each of those categories as it is right now, but in the past tense. Why in the past tense? Anastasia, as, she's, as, as she describes things in her own amazing way, she said, because it's true, it is past tense, because every minute of the day you're recreating yourself new. Wow, isn't that, I just love people that think in these ways. I just, it blows my mind. It might sound so simple to, to people. You might be listening thinking, well, obviously, so for every minute that goes on, it's a new minute, it's a new you, what the opportunities. But for me, quite basic, as I've said, I love hearing those things and I can't be reminded of them enough. Okay, and then once you've done that, now this is the real money. This is the, this is the stuff. This is what made the emotional impact on me and this is the power of this particular task. So you do that about your current situation in the past tense and then you do everything else exactly the same. You write your full name, you write your age 
18 years from now. So for me, as a 46-year-old woman, whoa. And then the year it would be 2036. Wow. Wait, 2036? Sorry, I mean 2038. Wow. I really ruined that moment just then, didn't I? Typical. Okay, yeah. 46 years old, 2038. Then you write your description of your life as it is right now, as me, the 46-year-old. So you write in the present tense about a future situation. Isn't that incredible? Totally, totally incredible. I, I had tears in my eyes when I was writing about my situations as a 46-year-old woman. You know, you can you can describe them as like any any problems that I'm experiencing in any of those categories right now, for example, family or career or whatever it might be, wealth. I was writing from the point of view as me, a 46-year-old woman, with those things healed and in their perfect state. Somehow that had a really big emotional impact on me and uh, I think that's a really, really interesting exercise to do again. It took me an hour or so to do it because I was really, really into it. And I challenge you, I challenge you guys to do that exercise and what comes up for you? How do you see your life? You never really get asked that question, like where do you see yourself in 18 years time? I feel like that's a big enough amount of years for you to be really in a different stage of life and so you really would be settled in something. It's not like having a sort of five-year goal plan or where do you see yourself in 10 years even, which would be more than enough to sort of get me going. Like, oh my goodness, I have to be doing stuff. I have to be, I, you know, I want to be achieving these things. So very, very, very powerful exercise. Thank you so much, Anastasia. Okay, so another thing I've been doing to connect to myself, away from my, my Connect to Yourself course with Anastasia, would be my decisions to come away from social media or at least to have a different relationship with social media in my own life, in my own everyday. Um, so deleting the apps from my phone, Instagram and Facebook, I don't have them anymore. Before I deleted the apps, I put timers on. These are things I've spoken about in previous episodes. Um, having my episode with Kat Newland on vulnerability, check that out. It was a really beautiful episode. Uh, we talk a lot about social media and, you know, mental health. And then I just happened to also watch the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, all in a row. But it all started off with me making my own personal decision before viewing or hearing or seeing any of these things that I wanted to change my relationship with social media because I found that it was it had its claws into me that, uh, like I've described, you know, that I had this addiction to it where I would be reliant on it in some way, shape or form, whether to feel vindicated and feel good in myself about things or just as a way of passing the time, almost just like watching TV or something, which I just find was taking up so much of my time. And I just wanted to know what would happen if I didn't have access to these things? Who would I be? And, you know, that way of thinking, particularly in a year like 2020, when it, it has been a challenge for so many people with, with lockdowns and coronavirus and, and, and lack of work and a totally different society, the way that things are and run are just so different. That's one of the main things I think that led me to think, 
wow, I don't know who I am anymore. Like I've lost this connection to myself. And I think a major part of that and influence on that would have been a reliance on social media, you know? And uh, I don't know if, if anyone resonates with that, but as I've spoken in, in the last couple of episodes about it quite a lot, um, yeah, I just wonder whether it's something that might help people if you put timers on your phone or delete the apps from your phone. I still go on Instagram or Facebook when I need to. So if, I, if I'm if i going to engage and I'm choosing to participate in a certain way, as as Kat would say from the previous uh, our previous podcast episode together. So definitely, just as these topics are on my mind right now, I wanted to share them with you because this is my quest right now to connect to myself. And these are just some ways of doing it. I feel like being decisive and courageous is part of the battle is it's actually most of it it's to make a decision and to go with it wholeheartedly I want to reconnect to myself I've you recognize what's happened I've I've lost myself I I, I, don't, I don't I'm not sure I'm getting into trouble here somehow make a decision that you want to change it and do it with all your heart and I, I can tell you now I feel so good inside I really do I feel Obviously, not every second of the day am I going to be reacting in the best possible way, in the best possible way for me possible. There, there, there are still things in my life currently right now that still need to be changed, things that I recognize I need to change. Um, but I'm on the way, and even with, with the changes I've started to make for myself, I feel good, and I, I feel more connected to myself yet again, and that's a nice feeling to have. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's a slightly shorter episode than usual. At least I don't know, it might not be. I haven't been looking at the timer, but uh, I know that sometimes when I start speaking, many, many minutes flow by, uh, which is a great thing. It means that I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm in the, I'm in the zone, everyone. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed listening. I, I really, really enjoy making these podcast episodes. They help me. I hope they help you. And I think we're coming towards the end of my so-called first series. I might I'm, I might just carry on going for as long as I can this year, but I, I have a vision of closing out the first series, regrouping, recalibrating, seeing where we go next, and then have much more energy and hopefully lots of great things to share with you at, at the start of next year. But I'm not going to speak too soon on that. Let's see what happens. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Thank you.